0: Welcome to the show, sports fans. This is the Treasure Valley PrepCast on IdahoSports.com. That's right. Welcome in to another edition of the Treasure Valley PrepCast uh, for the first time in 2023. Welcome to the new year. I'm Brandon Bainey, joined as always by Logan Green, our Treasure Valley resident and expert. Logan, how were your holidays?
1: Oh, they were great besides, you know, the plague that seemed to overcome my home and including pink eye that made his way around everybody so i think everybody's good so that's nice so we're all good so this is actually the best time of the holidays right now is now that they're over and no one's sick and i'm not, i this is not a thing just for my family i know everybody in the treasure valley at least in my social circle has had something similar where everybody in the house is sick i don't know what it's been over the last three or four weeks there has just been some sort of something make their way through all the schools in the Treasure Valley and hopefully it's gone hopefully you're done with
0: it yeah the uh the annual seasonal crud made its way through Yeah, the crud that's right yeah the season seasonal crud I think that'll be the uh, title of the podcast episode that's going to be a good <laughs> one <laughs> uh well we are into the new year 2023 we took last week off because uh, you know it was that week between Christmas and New Year's and yeah there were a lot of holiday tournaments but you know, I guess wouldn't we could have, have wanted here. to
1: see my face last week. Right. Horrifying.
0: <laughs> Pretty gnarly. And so I guess we could have previewed those tournaments, sort of, but I, I like talking more about the results. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about all the holiday tournament results and what we've seen so far is we've gotten back into regular season play as well. We're recording this on Thursday, January 5th. So there's a lot of stuff to get to and a lot to talk about right off the top. I wanted to give a shout out to the Owyhee girls basketball program. And I guess we can start with girls basketball and then we'll talk boys basketball. In girls tubes, Owyhee goes down to Glendora, California just before Christmas uh, and wins the Glendora winter tournament. They go 3 0 against three California schools, including the hosts from Glendora. And the storm last night beat Eagle uh, by 10. And so Owyhee very quietly tied for first place in the five ASIC standings along with Boise. They're both 12 and one overall. They're both five and O in league play and they'll play a little bit later on this month.
1: Yeah. And it's something that we, we said last time, right. That, that we mentioned, Oh, great. Another good Hawaii team. That's just what everybody, <laughs> that's just what everybody wants to see. Um, I say that sarcastically and, and lovingly. Right. Um, but this is a team that, the girls from Hawaii, they have one loss to Thunder Ridge by three points, and, and that, that's it, right? And that's a Thunder Ridge squad that is very good. that That's not a bad loss. Um, very good team. And, and you look at they have kind of just they're hitting their stride, right? I mean, they are rolling through people. Really the closest game outside of, you know, well, even they rolled through those games in California, but they had a close game with Middleton. Uh, back on December ninth, that was a five-point game. But outside of that, it's all been double-digit wins for Hawaii. It hasn't been. It hasn't been close, um, and so it's impressive what they've been able to do over the last couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, so we've got a new feature uh, that we debuted with the new year on IdahoSports.com. We are doing the IdahoSports.com Top Twenty-five Girls Basketball and Boys Basketball Teams, kind of mimicking college basketball in a way. The Top Twenty-five. It's it's based off of our power rankings system that we have in-house at IdahoSports.com. It's it's kind of like the net that the NCAA tournament uses to seed their basketball teams. So sometimes the results you look at and you're like, yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. But by the end of the year, it'll all make sense. And, and usually it mirrors pretty closely, you know, the teams that are at state and competing hard. So anyways, we're going to do this every weekday morning. I'm going to go in and update the top 25 based on our power rankings and, and, and basically select one, Notable team or one notable game that happened the previous night. And so for today, our second edition of the IdahoSports.com top 25 for girls basketball, uh, I wrote about Hawaii because they had just beaten Eagle last night, 53 uh, 43, all the things we've already talked about. And as I dug into this Hawaii team, and you can read this, it's right on our homepage, idahoSports.com. And, and you definitely should uh why he snuck into our top 25 they're ranked 24th now in, in the power rankings but this is a young team of the, of the nine girls that played last night against eagle one is a senior two are juniors and the other six are sophomores it's pretty incredible
1: yeah i mean you look at if brandon if we look at last night specifically right riley beck is a sophomore for hawaii and she scores 21 points Sydney Rodriguez is a junior and she scores 16 points. So you get what? What is that? Fast math. 37 points from those two underclassmen and you know what? That's what we saw from the the boys squad last year right where they they just had the one senior and uh, he obviously a big senior big piece of that puzzle. Um but you look on the other side and they've got youth that can score the ball and that's is just dangerous. So I I'm, I'm going to be broadcasting Middleton's game tonight against um Mountain View and I was getting my stuff working on getting some stuff together and they don't have any seniors either um so it's kind of interesting to see what's going on in the SIC right that some of those top players are gone that we've seen year in and year out I mean obviously there's Avery Howell over at at Boise that's still there but it's time for the new quote new regime right to 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 make their presence known in the SIC and and we're starting to see it with some of these underclassmen there um, or underclass ladies there at Hawaii
0: yeah, another sophomore for Owyhee, Mikhail Roy, had a double-double last night. 11 points, 10 rebounds. It's pretty good stuff. Uh, Owyhee's next game, Logan, is on Saturday at CUNA, 2 p.m. tip-off. Oh, by the way, it's going to be on idahosports.com. So if you want to watch yeah. the Owyhee Lady Storm and the CUNA Lady Cavemen, you can tune in Saturday, 2 p.m., on idahosports.com from the CUNA cave. I don't know what they call their gym there, <laughs> but CUNA high school.
1: They, oh, uh, they, they have some name for the field. I feel like, I feel like they have a name for, it. I don't know what it is, but I feel like there is some sort of nickname for
0: it. CUNA fans reach out to us. Brandon at Idaho sports.com. Logan at Idahosports.com. sports.com. Yeah. Let us know.
1: <laughs> you know, we know some people in CUNA. You'd think that we would know this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We think we would, but here we are. <laughs> Anyways,
0: uh, so yeah, so Owyhee Kuna Girls Basketball, 2 p.m. Saturday on IdahoSports.com. And congrats to the Owyhee Girls as they continue to excel. Uh, meanwhile, here locally, uh, one of the bigger holiday tournaments, the annual Timberline Tournament, co-hosted by Bora and Timberline. It's girls only, it, it brings a wide swath of teams. You get teams that come over from the Magic Valley, Thunder Ridge came over from the East. Post Falls came down from the north. Whitney, California came to compete in this thing. And so for the Timberline girls, one of the hosts, they go 3-0 and with, with three really nice wins. They beat Whitney, California. They beat Burley, the reigning 4A champs. And then they beat a really good Twin Falls team um, that's also a 4A squad. And then off of that, they go right back into league play and don't miss a beat, picking up another win this week. So Timberline also, you know on the periphery, it's easy to forget that they are the defending champions, right? 13 and two overall, five and one in league play. Their most recent win was over capital last night, 44 to 29.
1: Yeah. And and, you know, Hawaii, we just got done talking about them. They're going to face off with Timberline on the 13th. And so maybe that'll be a game where we see if there is, is Hawaii legit, right? Can they handle it? Because I think unless you're, Timberline's a top dog right and until somebody knocks them off or you know stakes that claim i think they have earned that right to be there and, and i think the, the other team you're throwing in the mix there is boise right that that they're in that timberline and boise are kind of we talked about it early on in the season that maybe they're in that step above but um who else wants to join that but timberline another great showing at their i mean they're, they're a host of it right the, the the timber part of that they they they're one of those hosts, but a good weekend or a good week, I should say, last week for, for the Wolves over there.
0: Yeah, and um, I know you love to compare results, so you might be wondering, well, who did who has Timberline lost to this year? Two losses. They lost to Boise back in very early November, second game of the year for Timberline. They lost 44-28. That didn't count in the conference standings. They'll play again uh, on January 24th. Uh, their loss in league play came to Eagle back on December 6th. They lost by 4, 46-42. Owyhee just beat Eagle last night by 10. So you can kind of compare. It's You know, it's not a, an exact science by any stretch, but it's kind of looking like maybe that's the top four. Boise, Whyhe, Timberline, Eagle, and Rocky Mountain is still hanging out at, at 4-0 and in league play. You know, they're 7-5 and overall. So it is kind of a clear, you know, top five that's starting to emerge somewhat. Um, An Eagle as well, five and nine overall, but four and one in league play with the win over Timberline. So that's a nice feather in the cap there.
1: Yeah. And, you know, just seems like there's a lot of teams in this, this year that are, that could make a run at it. I feel like that, you know, with with how many bids come to state, obviously I think there's three that I think are pretty well in hand, right? I think Boise will be there. I think Timberline will be there. And I think uh, Hawaii will be there. And then there, there could be a mix of, I don't know, after that, Brandon, I don't know who, you know, could be Eagle. Um, but Middleton beat Eagle earlier in the year. So, you know, like, you know, Middleton hung well with, with Hawaii. Now they've gotten beat pretty good some other times. And, and so that's just another team that I think maybe is in that conversation. You know, I don't know. I don't know where they fit in that conversation. And, you know, right now they're one in three in conference. So, you know, there's that, um, but, but I think, you know, they they played Hawaii. That's one of their three losses. Timberline is one of their three losses in Boise, right? So they got their their three losses were to those three teams. <laughs> the 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 three I'll say, right, the top yeah. three. Uh, they then end up losing uh, to Melba and post falls in the tournament. But I'm curious to see how they will <clears throat> compete with some of those other teams as the season goes along. Uh, I mean, they picked up a win against Blackfoot, who's a really good 4A team um, from Eastern Idaho. Uh, and then, again, they beat Eagle early on in the season. So maybe that's another team. And I'm pretty excited. I haven't seen them play this year. I'm excited to see them tonight. Um, and you can watch the Middleton girls face off against the Mountain View girls uh, right here on Idaho Sports tonight.
0: Yeah, speaking of Mountain View, uh, they're another team that's right there that could, you know, could Yeah, yeah. Before. Uh, with Coach uh, Pringle in in her uh, first year as coach there, uh, right before the Timberline tournament, Timberline played Mountain View on December 22nd and won that game 54 to 42. And in that victory, Lauren McCall set a new Timberline school record for most assists in a game, and she like shattered shattered the glass ceiling on that 14 assists in a single yeah. game. So Lauren McCall dishing out dimes. Uh, in that win over Mountain View, so congratulations to Lauren McCall for setting a new school record there for Timberline as well.
1: Yeah, it's uh, that's impressive to be able to dish the ball that well. Um, you know, I, they're not as "quote" sexy, right? Assists, um, but you know what? They lead directly to points, right? And and that's what my son, right? You know, he's he's eight. And he played, you know, it's big time, the Star Intramural League, or not intramural, Star Rec League, I'll say, over in Star. And um, it's one game he had, like, four points, but he had, like, six assists. And I was trying to tell him, like, Owen, that's great. Like, if you can pass the ball and get a basket, that is a a skill in and of itself that people, they don't, it doesn't get the recognition it should, right? It just doesn't. Um, but being able to do that directly leads to points and it, it does, and it might, you, you, might not be the all-star because of that, but uh, it's something to definitely, at least we can recognize here, right? Like you just did.
0: <laughs> definitely. Uh, another holiday tournament that took place, uh, last week, the Parma holiday tournament, they did a girls and a boys tournament. Uh, the boys was like more of a traditional bracket. The girls was more like, okay, we're going to give you three games and, and here's your three games parma goes three and zero. they beat malad 69 to 40 they beat gooding 51 31 and then they beat american falls by 10 52 to 42 malad's not a bad 2a team american falls is a solid to great 3a team gooding struggling a little bit so they kind of got yeah. they kind of got all three types of opponents it overmatched pretty even and then a good opponent they go three and zero, though parma's 11 and two overall their only two losses came to 2 A schools they lost to melba by six 43 to 37 and they lost to cold valley christian in overtime at the ryrie bulldog shootout earlier in december by four in overtime 50 to 46 so parma once again looks very good
1: yeah and, th- and those aren't bad losses to two A. it's it's a 2 A school right you want to say that but I mean, we're going to talk about cold valley in a little bit Um, if I didn't give away too much, but they, they're very good. And obviously Melba is what they are too. I mean, those two could compete at any level and they've shown that, I mean, Cole Valley, and we'll talk about it more later, but they were played in the Timberline tournament as well. And what did they do? They beat a four a school and two, five a schools, you know, not a bad week of work for a two a school. Right. Um, and, And so I don't think Parma has anything to hang their head on. And, and Parma has always been the – really, they've been the, the top, right, of the three ASRV for many years. Um, I mean, they had a couple great players run through there. Um, and then, you know, last year maybe not as strong, but maybe they're taking that step back up to where they had been in the past. It was pretty much you could always count on Parma being at the state tournament, and, and I think maybe we're getting back to that for the Panthers.
0: Yeah, and much like Owyhee, nine varsity players, one senior, Taylor Kaiser, one junior, Sydney Jackson, and then six sophomores, including Riley Calkins, who can really fill it up. And one of my favorites in terms of names, Zoe Heffelfinger.
1: <laughs> there you go. That is a nice name. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I mean, I feel like they, correct me if I'm wrong, but I did a couple, I, mean, I remember, I did Parma's game against South Fremont a couple years ago, girls basketball, no, it was COVID. No one was in the stands but us. And yeah, that was, that was fun times, right? Thinking back on that, like what the heck, but uh, somebody missed a free throw. And we said they missed a free throw. They turned around and looked at us um, <laughs> because it was so quiet, but, but anyways, I feel like they had so many seniors back, you know, a couple of years ago, right? Like they, they were just heavy in that regard. And it's just needed to take some time. And you can see that with the youth and they're finally, I feel like our have caught up. They've gotten back to where they were before and, and they're a good squad this year now.
0: Definitely. Uh, Austin Harris, I feel that, like had been there for 10 was. years. And
1: she's at, she's at Eastern Oregon yeah. now um, playing for them. So I was like, gosh, I couldn't remember her first name. I knew, her, I knew it was Harris, but I couldn't remember the first name. But, um, yeah, just a phenomenal play. They've had a couple of those run through the program.
0: Yes, and so Austin Harris is gone, but now here's this sophomore Aiden Harris. So the Harris the Harrises are continuing to
1: continues.
0: <laughs> yeah, make their way through Parma as well. So, you know, good luck there. So, yeah, shout out to to the Parma girls uh for being phenomenal. Um we talked about this top 25 daily, you know, rankings we're doing for girls and boys basketball on the site idahosports.com. No surprise, I think that Melba for girls and boys are each the number 1 team in Idaho according to our power rankings. That I don't know if that's going to change anytime soon. I mean, they both continue to play incredibly well. They were your debut school of the week, Logan. Uh, That was a couple weeks ago. This is a new feature we're bringing to the prep cast where you're going to single out uh, a school to to recognize that had a great overall week across the board. And we'll give away who our school of the week or who your school of the week is at the end of the show. But it's not going to be Melba. I
1: can tell you No, that. I try not. They might be the school of the, the season and we'll just <laughs> yeah. go ahead and pre-order the shirts now. Right. Is that how that works? And uh, <laughs> there's nothing else to say. Like, I just, are they going to lose? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know if either one of them is going to, and I don't know if playing in 3A would make a difference if they would lose any games there either. You know, they're just unbelievable.
0: Yeah. So tough. So, um, congratulations to Melba let's let's move over to boys basketball uh, and let's start with the Hawaii girls went down to California and won their tournament the Hawaii boys of course went to the the classic at Damien that's held at Laverne California every year and and you know high schools in that in that SoCal area famously went down last year and put on a good show and, and that's when Liam uh, Campbell got offered from USC they go down this year again they lose their first game um but then they battle their way back all the way back to the back end of the consolation bracket where they drop a second game, so they go two and two. But overall, I thought it was a pretty good trip for for the storm.
1: Yeah, anytime you go down to a tournament like that with those type of players and programs um, to come away with two wins, that's a, and I know that's probably not what Coach Harrington wanted, right? You probably want to go, you know, you want to go down there and go four and zero, right? You want to come away sweep everything but those are really good squads down there. And they don't need me saying that. I don't think anybody needs to hear me say that, but they are, right? And they they went down and I've said this on other things. It's so good. And you wrote a great article about this on the website, all right, about seeing us, Idaho, play other states and and take care of business. Like who? pretty much everybody besides Utah, we're taking care of business against them. And so that's very good for the Idaho brand, right? the you know everything down there you know liam campbell can pick up all the offers he wants and you know in the background there's people smart snarking at us being like well yeah i could send any kid up there and they can play with idaho squads i don't you know what i don't i don't whatever but okay well then we'll just bring the idaho squads down to you and blow you out what do you think there you know i'm being so that's 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 me being snarky with it right like i right. think that's a, that's the perception that i've heard from people out there and and you. You, I think you and Scott talked about this on the, your Magic Valley prep cast, but, again, going back to football too, Colston Loveland, right? Oh, you just beating up on kids in 3A football in Idaho. Man, That this kid was playing in a semifinal game on national TV catching the ball. He caught a touchdown pass against Ohio State. He caught a touchdown pass in the Big Ten Championship. That's not just um, luck beating up on 3A football squads, you know, like that, that that's good. Players playing good football, and I think that's the same thing here, right? Going down there, beating up people from California, that'll just increase everybody's brand, right? It it helps Liam Campbell, so to say, but it helps anybody else that plays against him, right? That that uh, it's just good for everybody. Um, and they weren't the only ones to do well in that same tournament, different bracket, but same tournament, right? Yes. Uh,
0: So, so you talked about that article I wrote about how Idaho has done against all of the out of state opponents Um, overall record against out of state opponents, 176 wins, 99 losses. That's in girls and boys basketball. That's a 64% winning percentage. That's, that's outstanding. Um, And you can read that. Yeah. You can read that at idahosports.com. It's right at the top of the homepage. Um, And one last note on Hawaii, their two losses came by a total of four points. They lost to Rancho Christian right away by three, and then they lost to Indercom, California, by one. So it's you know they're a play or two away from you know maybe going four and zero and winning that thing. So uh, way to go, Hawaii. The other team that was down there playing in a in another bracket was Valley View, and Valley View comes out in their first game they played on Monday, the twenty sixth last week, um, and they you know admittedly got run out of the gym. They played Chino Hills which is you know that's that's a big league team that's,
1: that's not that where the, the balls playing?
0: yeah that's that's yeah. exactly what I was just going to say that's where the uh, lonzo ball LaMelo ball leangelo ball they all played for chino yeah. hills high so that's that's legit competition for for valley view and and they lose 89-49 and you're like oh boy this could be a two and out type thing and pack it in and valley view from there didn't lose again they come back and they defeat uh, Southgate, in California, by 6, 66-60 to, to advance in, in the consolation bracket. And then they beat La Sierra, California, 63-43. So they win by 20. That gets them to the consolation final against uh, Western Christian, where they win again by nearly 20, 62-41. So Valley View got stronger as the tournament went along. Yeah.
1: Valley View is a funny team, right? They don't play close games. They're going to lose by a lot, or they're going to win by a lot. <laughs> they, they, but if you look at their schedule, who they played this year, right? They, they struggled to open the season, right? They, uh, I don't think they, they have not beaten an Idaho school, but they've beaten a team from Oregon and three teams from California. So that's kind of funny. But they, they, I mean, they played Pocatello, Preston, Meridian, like that's, and Mountain View, like th- those are that's a tough schedule. That's that's tough. It would be tough for anybody to run through that gauntlet, uh, throw in a loss to Caldwell in there, but you know what? That's a rivalry. Those schools are, what, like half a mile apart? I think something like that. Um, uh, super close. But you know what? They they showed up out of state, right? And I guess that makes it look even better, right? When you can go beat teams from California, but you can't beat the teams from Idaho. Um, hey, that, that's even better, so. Congrats to, to Valley View. I, I, they're a fun program. They seem to always be in the mix um, towards the end of the year. They always find a way. I think that's the that's the thing with them. I mean, Martinez is a great player. He's fun to watch. Um, I think that Valley View is as he is, right? If Martinez is hot, they're tough to beat. Um, and so I think, you know, they, he, was, he was on last week down in that tournament, and they did great, and they came away with some wins. Um, let's see if they can get it done in the SIC. I mean, they kind of hit their their slow period now. They, they played Bishop Kelly already, um, got some tough games now coming up with Ridgeview, uh, Columbia, and Skyview over the next few weeks. So uh, it looks tough for Valley View, but they did, had a great showing for Idaho down there. Yeah, that is a
0: gauntlet to be sure. And uh, for Valley View, Coach Mario Bentoncourt's done a phenomenal job of kind of building that program up and, and making them pretty tough and competitive. So he's the classiest
1: coach. When he goes out to coach, he is the best dressed coach when he's there. He just, yeah, you, you just look at the guy and say, that's a good coach. That's that's the only way I know how to, anytime I'm doing a game for Valley View, just like, that's a guy right there. Um, I would want to play for him, just just looking at him and, and having interacted with him a few times just at a game here and there. But uh, uh, I'm sure those guys love playing for him
0: yeah no doubt um okay smaller tournaments that happened uh new plymouth hosted the truckstop.com tournament um they had a big school bracket and kind of a smaller school bracket for for 1a teams uh in in the bigger school bracket i say bigger you know 2a 3a um it ended up being in the top three of napa christian victory charter and new plymouth so napa christian beats a couple of oregon schools they get to the championship against victory charter victory charter had knocked out New Plymouth in the other semifinal. Um, Nampa Christian wins this thing 63 49 over victory. New Plymouth rebounds to beat Vale, Oregon for third, 53 38. So that's, you know, two pretty good 2A teams from the same league and a really yeah. good 1A team we know in victory charter um, that are representing well.
1: Yeah. And it's just, it's a mess. There's, I mean, you look at it, right? So, so Nampa Christian wins the whole thing. New Plymouth comes in third, but then they play each other last night on Wednesday night, and New Plymouth wins. And this is something that I mean. So I was there for that Ambrose Coal Valley game a couple weeks ago. Um, that conference I think is better than anybody's giving it credit for. I mean, obviously Melba's there, but there are some really good teams. Coal Valley is very good, and now you throw into it New Plymouth and Nampa Christian. Now are proving that they are also very good. Um, it, it, and this is a comment that I made. I don't know if it was here or if it was during the broadcast, but um, last year, right, Melba was the four seed at State and Ambrose was the five. And they had to play each other in the first round because of those max prep rankings. That's where those teams fit in. Uh, these teams are doing themselves a favor. I don't think we're going to see that, right? If we get to, if, if the 2 eight WIC gets two bids, it's not going to be the four and the five, right? There is going to be a team in that upper echelon. Right in that top three, at least, and then one somewhere else. And maybe, maybe even three, I don't know what the bid structure looks like, but um, I don't think that four or five is going to happen this year. I think you're going to have a clear cut, very good team. They have played in these tournaments. I mean, Nampa Christian goes and wins this tournament. N- New Plymouth comes in third place against good schools. Um, and, and then Melba is what they are. Cole Valley has been beating people. I think it's very, they've had a very good non conference. And now we're going to get into the conference. And the only thing that might affect that is the slugfest that's about to occur. I think mean, they're going to punch each other in the face, um, bad. I think that that upper I mean, Melba is probably a class of their own, to be right. honest. But now here's the thing: I was talking to Ad Connor Jackson um, from from Coal Valley, and they want that next shot with Melba. I guess in that game, Coal Valley was leading in the third quarter. You know, they felt like that was one that got away from them late, um, and that they want another shot at that thing. But I'm just—I spend all that time saying I think somebody will be in that upper echelon, but I feel like they're—it's gonna be—they're gonna beat each other up. But again, so I'm going a little rant here. But I think of the same thing over with two A football in District Five, right? With like Aberdeen, um, West Side for those schools all beat up on each other. But then at the end of the year, who's left standing? It's all those same schools, right? It's always West Side. Bear Lake, Aberdeen. It's always those schools that end up beating up on each other. And I feel like that's what's going to happen with these, the New Plymouth, Nampa Christian, um, Melba. I, I don't, maybe not Melba so much, but Mar throw them in there that, that these schools are going to beat up on each other. Um, but I think it'll be good come state tournament. I mean, conference already won a state tournament last year. And I think they got a strong case to do it again this year because that Cole Valley team. They made Ambrose look bad, and that's not a bad Ambrose squad. They're young, but they're not bad, and they, they controlled that game. I think it was the third quarter. Ambrose didn't score. I get what they're good. Cole Valley's good. Melba's good. Now we're seeing that New Plymouth is good and Nampa Christian's good too, so that there might not be a better top four across the entire state at the 2A level and possibly at any other level, right, in in, in a conference. Um, so sorry for the ramble there, but uh, (laughs) I've just seen more of them than anybody else this year, um, by default. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's impressive.
0: It's all really good stuff because, uh, I really do think you're right. Melba's kind of in a league of their own, but new Plymouth, coal Valley, Ambrose, Napa Christian, and and I'd even throw Marcine in there. I think yeah. Marcine is sneaky. You know, they're 4 and 5 overall, 0 and 3 in league, but they've played three really tough teams. Um I think Marcin also is capable of of, you know, making a little bit of noise. And so this is a league that is going to be fantastic to watch unfold. Melba is as I said, the number one team in our in our daily top 25 rankings. Might be that way for a while. Uh, I I made uh the first post yesterday on our website idahosports.com. You can go back and read it. And I talked about Melba being the number one team. They are on a 24-game winning streak right now. If you, you know, yeah. the last time they lost was nearly a calendar year ago. They lost to Ambrose, 60 to yeah. 49.
1: And I was at, I was at that game. We broadcasted it, and it was a game that they had in the third quarter, and Ambrose pulled away late, and haven't lost since then. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, so Tuesday night, Melba beats North Star Charter, 87-52. Braden Volkers really underrated point guard leads that Melba attack, 30 points, five rebounds, five steals, four assists. (laughs) That's, that's filling it up. That's doing pretty good. Um, Yeah.
1: And and it's funny because people thought maybe does Melba take a step back, right? Losing Joe Reaver? Uh, No, the answer is no, (laughs) That, that they can just plug somebody else in and, you know, Volker steps up and does more in that absence. And, not that he wasn't a good player last year, but you know what? You lose a player like Joe Reber, and somebody's got to step in and kind of assume that you know alpha position. So to say, I don't know. I don't know what the team dynamics is down there, but but from what you you know from his statistics, you think that maybe Volkers has stepped up and said, "All right, I'll take over here."
0: Yeah, he's, he's doing a phenomenal job. And Coach Spencer Trappett and the Melbourne Mustangs continue to excel also. All right. I did want to mention wrestling real quick, Logan. Uh, this weekend, it is it is Raleigh Lane time. This is the premier event in the state of Idaho, the Raleigh Lane Invitational. You will have all the heavy hitters from 5A and 4A wrestling coming to the Idaho Center. Um, and then some really good out-of-state uh, up opponents as well from nevada oregon washington utah they're coming from all over to raleigh lane uh you are gonna be there taking in some of the yeah. action
1: logan yeah i'm gonna pop in my nephew actually wrestles for idaho falls now he, he he's not listening to this but i'm sure he'll be a quick, uh, quick <laughs> quickly sent out the door if you know what i mean uh he, he's just a freshman he's just getting started but um but yeah, I think it'll be fun. I've never seen him wrestle before so I figured, hey, you know what? If he's going to be 10 minutes away, I better go better go support my nephew and uh, go check it out. So I'm excited I, you know, haven't been to the Raleigh Lane before, so um should be fun to see, you know, I'll probably stay get there a little bit before his matches, stay a little bit after, take in some stuff, take some pictures and stuff. So uh should be fun to see what's going on down there tomorrow and yeah. Saturday for that matter.
0: It is an event that is hosted by Columbia High School. Big shout out to Todd Cady, the athletic director at Columbia, for organizing this thing and getting it. It is such it is you'll be amazed, Logan, when you go. The sheer volume of people that are there, the the sheer volume of mats. It is nonstop action. It's a lot of moving pieces. And yet it is one of not the smoothest the smooth, run yeah. operations in idaho wrestling so big shout out to todd katie and and all the staff at columbia high uh, that put this on every year because it is a lot um and they do a great job with it so yeah uh raleigh lane if you want to hear more about you know the raleigh lane invite and specific you know weight classes and you know matchups we're looking forward to uh, you can go back and listen to our standalone wrestling podcast it's the matt chat prep cast from IdahoSports.com every week. We're talking just wrestling, the big storylines, and you can get that on IdahoSports.com's YouTube channel, Facebook page, uh, our website, IdahoSports.com, or wherever you download
1: your podcasts.
0: Logan, are you ready
1: for your school of the week? Uh, I am. And I'm going to go with uh, Cole Valley Christian. Now, the, the boys did lose uh, last week to Fruitland, uh, but that's not a bad loss. They did beat them earlier in the year, but the girls – I just don't, I don't think anybody had a better and, and the boys did beat Marsing this week so Cold Valley's boys uh, big conference win um, I don't think you can knock them right it's like FCS school playing FBS right you can't really you know it doesn't count but um, they had a, just a phenomenal week at the Timberline tournament I mean they beat they beat Meridian they beat Capital and they beat Minico uh, those are those are names right those are you know maybe they're not the top of their classifications in their conference but that's that's two 5a schools with uh you know school populations triple probably what is that coal valley um and and then minico a school that's always seems to be good at just about everything um right and and they took care of business i and then i don't have the scores immediately in front of me i had them but they they weren't really close either i don't think they weren't they rolled through um and they just played extremely well. So congrats, uh, Coal Valley Christian, the team of the week. Um, And and I'm even going to go back to that game against Ambrose that we were there for. They just, they looked good. They were smooth. They had a little adversity early on and just kind of slow getting going. Um, And they, they just, they look really good. And so I think both sides of that, that coin, the boys and the girls. um, And it's funny because that's how it is at Melba too, right? It's, your your top two and both boys and girls are the same top two, and and I think that's how it's going to be throughout the year. I think those two teams, uh, but this week specifically, Coal Valley deserves some extra love, especially the girls team with what they did in that tournament to to just completely dominate teams that that they're not so on paper they're not supposed to be in the same realm as, but to just completely push them around. Um, so congrats to Coal Valley Christian, uh, specifically the girls squad. Uh, but both teams as well for just a, a phenomenal last, we'll, just, we'll say since before Christmas break till now, phenomenal couple couple of weeks for those two squads. Yeah, they
0: beat Meridian 56-52, Capital 44-32, and Minico 47-43. We're uh, close, sorry. <laughs> well, but, so, but, but these are 5As and 4As. Capital and yeah. Minico specifically have a very good chance of, of playing At their respective state tournaments so you're talking about state tournament worthy teams yeah at coal valley just
1: they beat them yeah yeah dude yeah so impressive wins for the chargers and i guess i should have worn my coal valley christian hoodie that was a swing and a miss by me so i apologize i do love that i just washed it actually that's why (laughs) it's hanging up on the drying rack in there so um yeah congrats to them coal valley christian yeah way to go
0: so all right well that'll do it for this edition of the treasure valley prep cast back in the swing of things off and running for the new year 2023 as always if there is a a team a story an athlete uh that you want us to talk about uh drop us a line brandon at idahosports.com logan at idahosports.com and you know stay tuned to idahosports.com we're having new content daily on our website with the daily top 25 rankings so you never know which team or which game we're going to highlight so you'll want to check back every day to see how the top 25 has changed and of course all the scores and schedules and all that great stuff uh, up at idahosports.com as well all right thanks for tuning in everybody for logan green i'm brandon baney and we'll see you next time on idahosports.com